Welcome to the Popcorn Junkies Top 10 Films of 2022. Top 10, guys. Top 10. Lots of you guys, uh, obviously you film lovers on the channel, have been desperate to know what our top 10 are. We've got lovely Maddie here, and Nadia, oddly, is going to be giving us her top 5, but as a what we call a drop-in in the trade. So when we get to our top 5, I'm going to say, let's see what Nadia thinks, or what Nadia's number 5 is, and she's going to do the thing, though we're not going to hear it until <laughs> I edit it, if you know what I mean. Just, but you guys will get it. You guys will know what our top 5 are. Just to give you a sense of what we're going to do, we're going to do the top 10. We're also going to talk about, I've got here, best superhero, disappointments of the year, but disappointments aren't necessarily bad. They're but just, just where, not what you thought. No. Exactly, where expectations were high and they didn't deliver. Then bad. Yeah. I mean bad. And then I've got special mentions, because there are some films that were really yeah. good, but weren't great. Or, or, yeah. or haven't stuck with me. And some of the time, sometimes it's about films that you've watched, which really stick with you till the end of the year. Yeah. And we're also going to talk about horror, because there's been some curious yeah, horror films. Yeah, there's been some really horror films this year. Yeah. I know. Which you know, I'm sure there's one of You don't know! I do, right, bitch! So... <laughs> you, bitch, I'm telling you, bitch! Hey, bitch, so I've got to put on two pairs at night, then. Okay, so shall we start with number 10? We're going to start with, and obviously what we're going to do is we're going to run through them. Most of them we've reviewed on the channel, not all of them. Um, so if you want a more detailed understanding of what we think of them, head over to the, to the review. So why don't we start with you, Maddie, with your number 10. So there were loads of films that I didn't actually see last year that I feel like would have been in my top 10 more than some of the ones that are in my top 10, but okay. I didn't see them, so I don't know. It's good to admit to that. Yeah. Yep. So uh, my 10th was Black Panther. Ooh, Ooh. Wakanda forever. I think we said it was a surprise, I thought it was surprisingly, I'm going to say it, Good. better than the first. No, yeah, yeah, no, I just, I really liked it and it was like, I just remember being so into it when I was yeah, watching yeah, yeah. it. So. And, and I thought what was really strong about it was that, in a weird way, Chadwick Boseman was so Spirit. in it. Yeah, yeah. Spirit. Imbued it. Exactly. Yeah. And of the curious superhero offerings there were this year, you're right, I thought it was a, a real entertaining, entertaining film. Yeah. Oh, I'm pleased that Wakanda Forever is in it, number 10. Ma, what's your number 10? My number 10 is Everything Everywhere All At Once. See, I think that would be quite high in my top 10 yeah, if I yeah, watched yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I thought you had watched it. No, tell, us, okay. tell us why. Well, I've seen it twice and I had a much better understanding of it the second time than the first. Yeah. Um, I just appreciated it far more, and really, what can I say except it's about everything. I like the way Everywhere they do it. I like the way, you know, I mean, in a way, it's the multiverse, isn't it? I liked, um, mm. I just thought and it this was is the, this, different this, to everything else. Yeah, it was really different. I thought it was brilliantly shot. At times, I thought it was so weird that it almost got a bit tiring. Yeah, which is why I've got it at number 10, because right. that's what happened to me after the first viewing. The second viewing, which I did with you, yeah. I must have had more time to let it just wash yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. I just saw the rock scene the other day and it made me cry. With oh. the two rocks. Oh my God. Oh, the rock scene. Just just yeah, it made me cry. It's so moving. Yeah. It builds up to the rock scene. It really scene. does. Yeah. And I think, it's, I think it's saying a lot, and it's curious, that for me is one of the most notable films of the year, but weirdly didn't make my top 10. <clears throat> No, I, 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 people are like, people, oh, people love it. Yeah, I, I thought twice about it because I'd had yeah. this reaction the first time I saw it, but then I thought it deserved. Mm. Okay, that's good. And, and obviously everything everywhere all at once is a massive contender for in the Oscars and all the awards this year. So, so that's interesting. And what do you think, Mark, for number 10? So my number 10 is official competition. <laughs> the following oh. film. Uh, which starred Penelope Cruz, Antonio oh, Banderas. Is that the one with the crazy hair? Yes, and Oscar Martinez. This really surprised me. It's a foreign yeah, film, it's a Spanish it's film. It's, it's 
very funny. It's about ego. It's about actors. It's about filmmaking. And I love all that stuff, but I have to say, guys, it's just a fantastic comedy. Maddie, you will roar with laughter yeah, almost yeah. all the way through it. Antonio Banderas is excellent. So is so Oscar, Oscar Martinez. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it gives me goosebumps because I, I went to the cinema and I was literally pissing myself with laughter. Yeah, this but is also great. I knew nothing about no, it. No, I so didn't really know enough about surprise. it at all. Yeah. Um, so that, for me, yeah, number 10 is official competition. See, the, the idea of them standing underneath a rock to engender. Oh my God, rocks have come up in the two films. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. There is Not a rocks. very funny film where, as a, as an actor yourself, Should they be. try to elicit a certain performance from them by Haven't descending you. a rock over their head. Oh and God. it could go at any point. It's so funny. It's, it's, oh, it's so funny. Anyway, funny. please check it out. Okay, so number nine. Let's go for you, Mum. What's your number nine? Uh, the Batman. Ooh. 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 That's my number nine. I wanted a superhero film in there anyway, but I thought it was really good. Yeah. And Robert Pattinson was such a good yeah. Batman. Yeah, and it was sort of humanised Batman, and it was, I just, I was totally surprised. I was totally surprised I liked it as much as I did. And it was early on in the year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I just loved the aesthetic of it as well. It was, just, it was actually really beautifully like shot superhero yes. film. Yes, And obviously I'm not as big on DC as Marvel, but it was like... A, yeah. I I'm think it's a move, I hope, in the right direction, because I think yeah. sometimes superhero, for example, I thought Black Adam was diabolical. Some interesting moments in it, but it was really, really sort of classic DC, where it's a bit bright and breezy, and it doesn't get dark. Whereas I thought the Batman, it, it kind of... It's like a follow-on from Joker. Yeah, but a bit more mainstream. Yeah, a bit more mainstream. Yeah. I should have said, yeah, it's bringing a bit of the Joker. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, for me, that's one of the most notable uh, superhero films of the year. Yeah, yeah. it's really doesn't good. Make my top ten, though. So that's both of your number nine. Yeah. Oh. My number nine, this is weird. My number nine is worst per the worst person in the world. <laughs> Oh, okay. oh, I didn't see that one. <laughs> and this is this is starring Renata Rainsford. I don't know if that's, that's pronounced correctly. Anders Danielson Lee, who is just so astonishing as the guy who uh, is her partner and gets cancer. This is an incredibly thought-provoking film about being a young woman, yeah, getting what you want, kind of whether and and not an entirely likable character at no. the centre of the film, which I thought was quite bold and quite clever, and also a film in which. The men were quite nice, which is yeah, a curious thing to say. So she's the flaky one, yeah. So she's the flaky one. I just thought it was the a worst really... Worst person in the world. Mm. Worst person in the world. Yeah, exactly, yeah. including the title. I thought it was a really engaging, entertaining... It was a fabulous date night film. Me and Andrew went out to sit together. Yeah. And we both found it really engaging. It was brilliantly acted. Um, is it Swedish or... I don't know where it's, it's from. It's from Norwegian. Norwegian, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, my, my number nine is the worst person in the world. Oh, wow. So Maddie, what's your number eight? Oh, what is my number eight? Barbarian. Oh, yay! Yeah, I was I was stuck on that for a while. There was like two that I was tapping in between because I yeah. didn't know whether to put it higher up. Um, but yeah, no, I watched it quite recently and I've seen it twice in the space oh, of, yeah, I saw it like the day after oh, with, Patrick. with Patrick, yeah. Um, it was just, I don't know, I just find it so refreshing because I love horror movies yeah. and I want to watch them so frequently and there are just so many bad ones that it's just so refreshing it's when you get a, an original horror film, yeah. a really good one and, yeah. and that is still scary and all of that. So. Um, I just loved it. I thought I thought it just succeeded on all the horror movies. I absolutely agree. Levels. Yeah. It's yeah. on my list, but I want to say where. <laughs> What's your number eight, Mum? My number eight, you will not believe this, you two, is Elvis. 
I mean, the Tom Hanks character less, although he was all right. I mean, the story arc is okay, it's Elvis's life. Mm. But the actual performative bits, which Baz Luhrmann is, is just brilliant at anyway, mm. I was absolutely captivated. It took me right back to being that age yeah. and how the old folks were so horrified by the fact that yeah. his legs shook. I mean, seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. can you believe yeah. it? And, um, and I thought it was a really excellent film. And I think Austin Butler, isn't it? Yeah. Deserves something for that. Well, I think you may well get nominated for the Oscar. Yeah. Isn't it funny how in award season, because I found it with going through the, the list of films, it really is true that the further back in the year a film is, the less likely it is to kind of yeah. punch into your top ten because your your memory. You kind of forget that it's, it's the same, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So sort of they really lose out. They released. Uh, so that's why a lot of the studios release the films so close to the Oscars oh, uh, and coming into the new year. So what are we on number eight? Yeah. My number eight is the menu. <laughs> absolutely adored the menu. For me, the menu did everything Triangle of Sadness didn't. And I know Triangle of Sadness is on so many people's top ten. Don't tell me if it's on no, yours okay. or not. Um, I thought the menu was... Uh, for me, the menu was more about the experience of going into the cinema and just really enjoying myself. Mm -hmm. I found it like a puzzle. I found it surprising. There was some. Sh there was some absolute shout out, like sh shout out loud, shocking moments. Mm. I thought Ray Fiennes was just brilliantly Ray Fiennes, you know, comic shtick. I thought it dealt with psychosis, psychopathy, and and built up madness in such a brilliant way. And I thought of all the the stuff where I've seen rich people sort of treated badly, I just liked it. And I also think that if you're a foodie, and as a family we are, because of mum and, and all that kind of stuff. It's really thought-provoking on that front too, about the wankiness of food. And okay. it's about social strata. I got I got the platform vibes mm -hmm. from the menu. Okay. So I really liked it. I, I really liked I, the platform. Yeah, so the menu is my number eight. Oh. Very nice. Come on, number seven. You're not gonna like this, guys. <laughs> and I'm really cheating here, but I've got two at number seven. Two number sevens? Yeah. Can't be doing that. You can't have two. I've got two because I couldn't, I couldn't. Yeah, where's, where's my list gone? I'm doing what I did before. What? Go on. The Quiet Girl. And The Wonder. Together. Oh, The Wonder's the Florence Pugh one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not, they're not in many ways, not similar films, but, but except that they're both quiet. <laughs> they're and, quite um, quiet yeah, and um, I couldn't separate them. We haven't reviewed really The Quiet Girl, just very briefly explain that. The Quiet Girl is an Irish language film, I think the first one I ever, and it's, it's based, on a short, uh, based on a short novel by Claire Keegan, mm -hmm. um, and it's about a girl who has to leave home because her family can't cope and she goes and stays with her. A, so it's a bit a, like a foster parent type situation. Yeah, no, foster, the book was mm. called. And she sort of gradually blossoms into this, and I, I just think it's gorgeous. There are scenes of things as simple as her running, and it took me back to being her age and how wonderful that is. Okay. So that's that. And then The Wonder, this was Florence one where... Pugh. 
Pardon? Florence Plimpton. This is one where, and I usually sort of say to people, oh, you know, if you read the book, but I've read the book and therefore it ruined the end for me because it's a sort of like, I knew what happened, didn't I? Yeah, so yeah. I had to sort of uh, just sit with it. Florence Pugh is just extraordinary. Yeah, she's and I'm sure we're all saying that everywhere. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but she is. Mm. And um, I, I loved it. I loved the look of it. I loved the, um, oh, what's his name? Toby. Toby. Tom Burke. Tom Burke, <laughs> and the fact, the fact that you don't quite know what happens at the end, except mm. that I did, mm. but... Um, yeah, I really enjoyed one. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 What's your number seven, Matt? Matt's on our like this. It was men. Oh, wow. Oh. The reason, it was more like, I found it very traumatising. Mm. Yeah. It's not an easy watch, but it's just one of the ones that just really stuck with me from the year of the films. Like, it was one I couldn't shake for ages. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it was just, I mean, it was very traumatising and all of those things. But it's weird because it's more on my top ten in terms of, like... Trauma. Trauma <laughs> than enjoyment. I love that. But it was so a good, I thought it was, it was a good film as well. Yeah, really, really. Yeah. It lost itself a little bit at the end, but, um, yeah, in terms of sticking with me, that's... Oh, that's interesting, okay. that's interesting. Yeah. And is... I thought her, she was so good in it. She yeah, she is, she is excellent. It's Jesse, what's name? Jesse Buckley. Buckley. And I make Papo Siedo's in there too. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's a, it, it's a it's really troubling film. Yeah, no, it was definitely, yeah. 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 Another like, horror. Watch. Another horror, absolutely. Well, I'm nicking your thing of okay. my number seven being two. And they're two, oh. com they're two completely opposite films, because okay. I'm just going to squeeze them in. My number seven is Elvis. <laughs> And Barbarian. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, barbarian, I echo everything you said. I thought yeah. it was the most excellent horror film. Yeah, yeah I it thought, came out later. It came out later. And what I thought was so excellent about it was that its build was so strong and yet so potentially in a horror film undramatic. I thought yeah. it was a really neat premise. Yeah. I thought it then went into really conventional horror territory with Beneath the House and all that. Yeah. But it managed to but combine humour. And it had that thing that your boyfriend said, which was a quite a mangory, or like, what's that series of Full Metal Alchemist? Yeah. Where the monster has an aspect of vulnerability, even. Yeah, it was sad. Oh, absolutely. Was really, yeah, sad, so there's a yeah. sadness around that. And I, I just thought on every level, it was a, I went on my own, I came out and said, you guys have to see this film, it's so yeah. excellent. Yeah. And it is a sleeper hit in America, it's done so well. So Barbarian, I totally agree with you. Mm -hmm. And Elvis, I think my, you summed up, for me, Elvis was, I can't stand Elvis. No. And this film, completely turned me round on yeah. his significance, which is a major achievement, like the Amy Winehouse documentary did. And I just thought, you know how much you love Romeo and Juliet? It's the same mm. yeah. It was a complete cinema experience. experience. When yeah, I think about I it, I get this one, because I just yeah. think to be that in control of so much yeah. going on. I mean, Baz yeah. Luhrmann, back on form. And I think Austin Butler was sensational in it. Yeah. I think even Tom Hanks, despite his prosthetics, yeah. was very good. Um, I was in the audience in Elvis. I was actually there yeah, in yeah, the yeah. audience. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really, really impressive. And it's a, it's a long watch, so it's difficult to squeeze in, but I really enjoyed it. Maddie, number six. My number six is Bones and All. Yeah, Ooh. there's been quite a few horrors actually. Oh, yeah. It's been a good year. Good horrors, yeah. It's a lot good, good year for horrors. You've got to slip that one into here. Yeah, no, Bones and All, uh, which I saw with my mate Anya, and obviously I'm very much in love with Timothy Chalamet, and very much in love with the actress in it. Mm. So I was, I was excited on because I'm like a fan of both. What about yeah. Yeah, Mark Rylance? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know. It was just so like 
Weird. Taylor weird. Russell and she's fantastic. Just such a cool, like you know, horror romance type mm. thing. Yeah. And, um, mm. and yeah, I just I just thought it was a really cool one, and I loved the kind of again the aesthetic of it, the way it looked. Obviously, it's the worst thing there. about it was Chloe's opinion. Yeah. <laughs> but besides that whole bit, um, well, just she was just my so bad. Obsession with her years ago, and you must get to know Chloe's opinion. Yeah. Every and single thing she's been has been question oh, questionable. I'm going to be polite. I'm going to be questionable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it just really it just again stuck with me, and I thought mm. it was just a really good one. Uh, we didn't review it on the channel because I couldn't find a fucking uh, screen. No, you saw it, but for me, it's not, my, it's not my top ten, but it's one of my special mentions. Yeah, I was unsure because yeah. it was one of those where I had to really think about it. Like right after seeing it, mm. I was a bit unsure, and I think because I'd gone in with loads of expectations as well, there was like some things that it didn't live up to, and it definitely had flaws. Like oh, yeah, one definitely. of the flaws for me was just they kind of threw away that whole the best villain, the best villain, which was that hillbilly guy, with yeah. the guy that wasn't actually a cannibal, but yeah. just kind of tagged along. Which I thought was a fascinating detail. He's not yeah. in the original. Book though, I mean, yeah, had, yeah, but I just feel like if you're going to introduce, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Good, so like, good as well, them. wasn't it? Yeah, but um, yeah, and so there were flaws to it, but even then, I, I just I still really enjoyed the watch. So, another film in your top 10 based on trauma, really. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I saw it, and uh, I was I was pleasantly surprised, I really liked it. And I feel I like that was much stronger, like, and the most important, yeah, yeah, and the most important thing for me was Mark Rylance rehabilitated himself in my yeah, opinion. I, really? I thought it was actually really good, um, yeah, and I that first scene, truly horrific. Yeah, yeah. even though it's in the trailer, I was not expecting it. There were some people that walked out of our screening. Oh, I love and that. I love it when happened. Walk. Yeah, it means it's working. My number six is blonde. No way. Yeah, I knew this was going to cause upset. Yeah, I, I didn't think put this, it on mine. That's my, one of my back. You did. Back, you did. Back. I did, no, I didn't put it on my no. discount. This is going to cause all sorts of upset, and I think that's so. I think what's happened here is there's been such a. I think wrongly positioned misunderstanding Ooh. of the film. I really do. I think you cannot even begin to explain how powerful Anna de Armas' performance is. It's so messed up for people to attack her. Let me give my, my reasons. I thought it was sensational. I thought it was shot. It kind of gave me Mulholland Drive vibes. It was a film about the horrors of fame and Hollywood. Uh, it was dreamlike. It was the fundamental dilemma with it is that it's based on a work of fiction that was a work of fiction that the author of the work of fiction had no way of knowing and created all these fictional scenarios for Marilyn Monroe. So if you're going to level that at the film, level it at the book too. No. Now, I know that you feel that the book did it with love and the film did it with hate. The yes. film was interested in showing the misogyny and I think a lot of people have mistaken the misogyny that happened to Marilyn and is represented in both the book and the film as making this a misogynistic film. I know you disagree, but I disagree. I think it was an excellently made film. I think it's troubling. Go departing from the truth because I remember when we watched it with you, Maddie, you were saying, Did this actually happen? Yeah. And yes. I was like, Well, that's problematic because no, we don't know if this actually happened. And, it, and, yeah. it, it and that's definitely what they, sh they should have yeah. made that clear. I think that could have been made clear because a lot of people went into that film thinking it was literally like yeah. the But in a sense, does, does that matter? In a sense, but I would say that from a filmmaking perspective, it is absolutely sensational to watch fantastically shot filmmaking the soundtrack is, is amazing and the central performance at the heart of it is is one of the best i've seen all year by a woman to say it's a well-made beautiful looking pay and some misogyny and it is misogynistic and i can say that and maybe you can't because i'm a woman was it's she horrible. not the victim of misogyny that's not the point the point but is was the she film... and i'm just asking was she the victim of misogyny yeah so the film presents that, doesn't it? No, she doesn't just present it. He goes inside Marilyn's womb. So doesn't he, by taking it even further, 
hammer home the fact that she was treated no, appallingly. Not if the film is done without without. Okay, well I came out of the film really caring you about did. her more That's than I did going into yeah, it, which yeah. I thought no, was. No, to be fair, because obviously I've I've seen the whole like backlash mm. of it online and social media and I've I've seen a lot more hate for it than I have mm. seen people like the film. Mm. But it's interesting because both people, their reasonings like it's either people think that it was disgusting depiction of her and that they took advantage mm. of her and that they oversexualized her and it was like mm. but then there are the people that are like no but that made me feel sorry for Marilyn yeah. or made me care about her made me think yeah. of things well not that you didn't care about her no, before no, no. but made you I don't know I, I mean I watched the film and there were definitely like parts in it that didn't need to be in it and mm. were definitely overdone and there were questionable scenes in it but I still think as a woman as well, there were scenes that showed the misogyny that she would have mm. faced in Hollywood at the mm. time, which we know she faced mm. from a lot of, but um, yeah. yeah. But I think regardless of what people think of the film, you can't deny that it looks beautiful. It's beautifully shot, beautifully made, beautifully performed. Oh, I think God, her people coming for her is unfair. Oh like, my God. Well, you're literally doing what you're angry at the film you. for being, which thank is misogynistic you. and attacking Marilyn. You are now attacking the actress that's playing Marilyn. If you don't agree with it, attack the director, attack the writer, yeah. why her? Like, it doesn't make sense. Very Oh, I don't understand people attacking her. Like, so they're literally like, like they're big hypocrites. But at the same time, for me, the fact that it is so beautiful to look at, I mean, I can judge it totally as a work of art. The film You're saying it kind of titillates it. Makes it worse. Oh, okay. Makes it far worse. Okay, well, so that was my number six. What was your um, number six, Mom? Barbarian. <laughs> Barbarian, she's shot up to number it? six. It's nice, a horror film. And having yeah. seen it now three times. Have you? <laughs> wow. Um, I could watch it a third time. Too. Yeah, it's re I really, really liked it. I thought it was clever in almost every way. Yeah. Every way that wrong footed you. I mean, I thought some. The fact that halfway through it, they have a completely different film. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Introducing an actor that. Introducing a guy who is so horrible and then. I mean, I thought there was some drop-dead funny moments where he's measuring... Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that character's so... Yeah, hysterical, he's thinking about real time. estate. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's brilliant. He's a disgusting character. With, with his, what is his tape measure? Yeah, I mean, very and justifying funny. all the time what is supposed to have happened in his life, but mm. then we see that in actual fact... Well, and in, in, in actual fact, he's allegedly done and has done the yeah. very thing that the guy under the thing is. Yeah, been doing exactly. Stuff, so no, I thought very it was clever. very clever, and yeah. I, thought, I thought that shows good things for horror films to come. Yeah. But that was our top six to ten. We're then going to do our top five. Mm -hmm.